Father, we bless your name tonight. We give you praise. Thank you for your spirit upon us, with us. Lord, we open our heart, our vessels. We open up the gates, the door of our heart wide for you. Come and minister to us. Come and bless us. Open up the storage of your wine of your spirit for pour into fetch from your heart pour into ours come and sup with us feast with us eat with us drink with us thank you we pray for fellowship of the spirit be with us tonight Lord I pray help me to pick your flow to flow with you make me very little help me to decrease so that you will increase that without obstacle tonight you will bless our hearts Thank you, Jesus. In Jesus' name we pray. Glory to God. Hallelujah, hallelujah, aliha. Kalihavaha, saprahanoski. Ramashi, levrahanosi, frestoni helamaika, mahano, maheniho, emano. Thank you, Father. Glory to God. Amen. Praise Jesus. Thank you. Thank you. Praise God. Let's open our Bibles to Book of Revelation, chapter twenty. Two, amen. Revelation 22, let's read from verse verse 16, that I, I have sent my angel to testify unto you these things in the churches. Praise God. I am the root and the offspring of David and the bright and the morning star. 
and the spirit and the bride say, come. And let him that heareth say, come. And let him that is athirst come. And whosoever will, let him take the water of life freely. Glory to Jesus. I have, I, Jesus, have sent my angel to testify unto you these things in the churches. Glory, please, just, you can say welcome to someone. I'm sorry, I didn't give you a chance to do that. Thank you. Praise God. Just say, I'm happy to see you. I love you. And Praise God. Amen. Good evening to you. I'm sorry I didn't greet you too. Please forgive me. I'm not being rude. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Are we okay? All right. Um, I am the root and the offspring of David, the bright and the morning star. Glory to God. Is the is introducing himself as the the spring of David, or the offspring, sorry, not the spring, the offspring, that which, which came out of David. Praise God. Uh, we know David was the, um, David was a kind of like a sign to Israel that uh, David was the springing board from where Christ will come. That is, Christ being the anointed one, um, the one who, who will be anointed, uh, the one who is anointed. Right? This anointed one means that outside him, there's no other who is anointed. Right, that he is the only one who is anointed. Glory to Jesus. Hallelujah. And uh, Christ was the, uh, now of course David was the, was the spring of Jesus, but Jesus has Christ in him. Right? So there's so much that David was. Um, but one of the things that sprang out of David was Christ. We know that the, the, pure, the pure spring from where Christ came from was Abraham. That was the, the pure spring from where Christ came. But Jesus sprang from David. So Abraham was, could bring forth the Christ, right? That was the reason for Abraham to bring forth the Christ or to do all the things that need to be done for there to be a, a pathway. As soon as when Abraham was done, it was, it was finished that there will be a Christ because of everything that Abraham accomplished. Praise God. Hallelujah. But they still they needed to be a, a Jesus 
who will be the Christ. That was, it took further generations to, to bring, to raise a man who can, from whom the, whom Jesus will spring from. Because you can tell that, that without Jesus, there cannot be a Christ. Why? Because Christ must be embodied by some man. And then to find a man who, a person from whom, who can fulfill the requirement of Jesus to come. The word Jesus is, means the Lord saves, the Savior, right? The Bible, the Savior, you know, Savior is, Judah is a place where Savior arise from. That's the fulfillment of Judah. That Savior will arise from Judah, the prime Savior, the the chief savior being Jesus himself. Praise Jesus. So, so David was a, the kind, kind of man from whom a Jesus can spring from. Praise God. Now, there's so much about David we can speak about, but I want to speak about the, maybe a bit about the aspect of him that could that constitutes a spring for the Christos in Jesus. Do you understand man? that? The aspect of David that could what? Be a spring comes up forward because this man is the, is the root and is the offspring of David. Praise God. So in another place, they, we know that they spoke about how Jesus sprang out of Judah, right? And concerning Judah, not, there was nothing said about priesthood, but another kind of priesthood sprang out of Judah, which was the priesthood of Jesus had, that Jesus had after the order of Melchizedek. Praise God. Now, but David was... How everything Jesus sprang from David, we know that. But there, are, but there, is, there is also, even, even his divine order. You know, he had the, the, his Christos, right? Or it's the Christ in him. And he had the what? The divine aspect of him, the divinity in him. It was in Jesus well, Jesus was divinity sitting upon a rock inside of him, right? That was upon his Christ, a divinity. We're talking about his nature, which is a divine nature sitting upon the Christ inside of him. Praise God. Now, those things I mentioned, they don't just flow anyhow. They don't just come to bring those two, two gifts to the earth. Certain laws had to be fulfilled. Praise God. Um, now David was, um, there was something that flowing from Abraham. Nobody could connect it until David. Um, David was able to. How do I know? When David came, then that David, when David came, throne appeared. God was reluctant about the throne. They forced him by force. And when Saul came, but 
he gave some kind of opportunity for an expression of the throne. But just, it just gave a little, a little to Saul so that, that he can use to mess up so he can take it back. That was all what God did. Praise God. And then Saul messed up and all that. And God, he sort of turned the kingdom or taken the kingdom away from you, took it back from him. Waiting for the, when I say kingdom, kingdom means dominion. Do you agree? And you believe that, and you know that everything about God is his kingdom. Right? So it's, it's very clear then that what the earth had been waiting for was a king who will fulfill the type of God's, God's dominion. There was no king found on the earth who could do that until David arose. Praise God. Who, and when you say king, it wasn't physical throne or anything. The dominion is in the heart. Right? The throne is just a place from where the, the king sits down to fountain out his concept of life. Right? That is, is in what dominion? The dominion of a king is within him. It's about the heart. That was what, and that was what David had. It's, it's a heart, the kind of heart that is, that is framed in a certain way, you know, that, that flows in the right way, flows in alignment with the dominion of God. That was David. David was a, a remarkable man. He was an awesome man. He was, David was an approved man before God. He was actually the man who, a man who God approved, uh, yes, Glory to Jesus. And so, so Jesus is, is, is the root and is the word offspring of David and, and the word bright and the, and the morning star. Glory to Jesus. Now, Jesus, who is the Christ, uh, he, the, he, well, he, he came, praise God, in the book of Revelation chapter 5, they put it a certain way. Let's read Revelation 5. Revelation 5 verse 5. And one of the elders said unto me, Weep not. Behold the word, Lion of the of the tribe of Judah, the root of David had prevailed to open the book and then to do what? To lose the seven seals thereof. Then verse six. And I beheld and lo in the midst of the throne and of the what? For beasts. So you can see this, this lion of the tribe of Judah is He's throne affiliated. There's an, uh, he has an affinity with the throne. It's the same kind of Davidic affinity with the throne. You know, God led David for a long time. Kept, he kept leading him. When they, he led him, anointed him, led again, anointed him, led again, three times. Glory to Jesus. So, so David accumulated anointings 
for the throne. Why? Because God's throne is a spirit arena. Is a God's the throne of God is actually a spirit to to sit on the throne. It's like to wield it, to 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 have it, to take the throne, to ascend the throne. Is the ability to ascend into a pure spirit operation. It's a, 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 a place where you are, you are sitting upon something that has, that operates by a spiritual will, a will that is spiritual. Praise God. You know, God is like that. So when, when they show the visions of the cherubs, those cherubs who they were describing the kind of nature that bears the throne in the book of Ezekiel chapter one. If you read Ezekiel, praise God, let's go there. Let's read Ezekiel. Thank you, Father. I will, hope we are not lazy today. We are. Okay, thank you, Jesus. Ezekiel one. Okay. Now, they had showed, they described the living creatures. Now, when this was when Ezekiel fell down, in verse 1, it says, Now it came to pass in the 13th year, 30th year, sorry, in the fourth month, and in the fifth day of the month, as I was among the captives by the river of Chebar, that the heavens were open, and I saw visions of God. And in the fifth day of the month, which was the fifth year of King Jehoiakim's captivity, the word of the Lord came expressly unto Ezekiel the priest, the son of Buzai, in the land of the Chaldeans by the river Chebar. And the hand of the Lord was there upon him. And I looked, and behold, a whirlwind came out of the north, a great cloud and a fire in infolding in itself. And the brightness was about it, and out of the mist thereof, as the color of amber, out of the mist of the fire, also out of the mist thereof came the likeness of forward living creatures. And this was their appearance. They had the likeness of a man. Glory to Jesus. Say four living, four living creatures. And this was the appearance. They had the likeness of a man. Everyone had four faces. And everyone had four wings. And their feet were straight feet. And the sole of their feet was like the sole of a calf's foot. And they sparkled like the color of burnished brass. And they had the hands of a man under their wings, on their four sides, and they four, they four had their faces and their wings. They, they, they had their faces and their wings. Their wings were joined one to another. They turned not when they went. They went everyone straight forward. 
praise God. For as the likeness of their faces, therefore had the face of a man and the face of a lion on the right side, and they had, therefore had the face of an ox on the left side, therefore had the face of an eagle. And thus were their faces and their wings were stretched upward. Two wings of everyone were joined one to another and two covered their bodies. And they went everyone straight forward whither the word spirit was to go. They went and they turned not when they went. Praise God. So it's just a simple picture of four creatures. There are two wings going up but they had other wings which they touch each other with. So they must have created some kind of squarish kind of um, shape with which they touch each other. But they could move in any direction. And when it's time to move, they don't turn to move. They just stay facing forward where they are facing. They say, and when they went, each one straight forward, whether the spirit was to go, they went, and they turned not when they went. So they go like this, they go like this, they go to any direction. But how do they move is by something called the spirit. Verse 12, that whither the spirit was to go, Say, whither the spirit was to go, they went. Praise Jesus. It means at the same time, they were not discussing, but their, but their movement wasn't of their own will. It was by the will of the spirit. That wherever the spirit wants to go, they, at the same time, they all move. In that, so it's very clear that these beings are that they are spirits themselves, or they have become one with what he calls the spirit. They are one with what? What the spirit now. What does it mean to be one with the spirit? It means that in them they have the they have the inward programming of the way of the spirit. Do you understand that? They have what the inward programming of the way of the spirit. So when you're understanding the concept of ways, God's ways, it's called ways. You can call it way. You can sum up all the ways of God and call it his way. But you can also call it the ways of God. Praise Jesus. And so the ways, whenever you hear the word ways, don't think of one road like that going somewhere. You get, that, that's not the right concept of way. The way these guys, they're not going one way like that. That this is God's own way. It's just like a long road. We don't know where it's going to. Just keep following it. That's not how way is. Way is a, is a composition of movements that are spirit-defined. This is that's what they are, they are showing you here. That it's not one way. It says whither the spirit was to go. So the that the spirit could decide to go forward or backward or right or left or, or diagonally. 
and the spirit could make a forward, backward, diagonal movement, and then that movement, back, forward, diagonal, is called the way of the spirit, <laughs> right? Is that anybody who doesn't have the way will not be able to make, will be making a mistake. Maybe when they want to go forward, they're going backward. Do you get what I'm saying? So it means that it's not just maybe finding one straight road. That's not what way is. Way is programming. Right, the sp- is what? Is, a, is an inward programming. That's what spirit is. Spirit is programming. Spirit is not them telling you, that's, do it this way. No, spirit is a programming. It's like, uh, it's, it's that you are able to pick the, the direction of the, or the movement of the spirit. Say this spirit. I love how the word will say this spirit. If you, what? Walk after the spirit. They that walk after this spirit. Walk not after the flesh, but after, say what? The spirit. The spirit and the bride say come. Glory to Jesus. Say the spirit and the bride say come. So when you hear the word the spirit, what they are saying, the spirit, they're just saying the spirit. One thing, the spirit, the spirit. You might say it's just Holy Ghost. It's more than just Holy Ghost. The, when you say this spirit, something called this spirit. The Holy Ghost can be talking to Jesus and they will mention this spirit. They know what they are talking about. They are speaking about something. God and the Father can be talking and they say this spirit. They know what they are talking about. These creatures, they know what something called this spirit. This spirit is their program. It's their law. It's their way. Do you understand? It's called the spirit. Praise Jesus. Hallelujah. So it's, it's where, it's whither the spirit was to go. So when they're trying to make you a spirit, a spirit is one who can flow with the spirit. Do you understand that? Yes, you say, who are those who are flowing with the Spirit? There are many. There are many. God, the Father, moves with the Spirit. This, his Son, he does. The Holy Ghost does. According to their, that they are order. If you, if you step down from their order, move into the angelic, they, they also have their program called of this spirit. If you ask a cherubim, what is the spirit? He knows what the spirit is. Right? That's what they, their life, they are, they, are, they are weaved and they are framed to, to align. The spirit is the program that every cherub is raised to align with. Praise God. Hallelujah. Glory to Jesus. Hallelujah. Say the spirit. The spirit, yes. After. Walk after the spirit. If you live according to the flesh, you will die. But if you by the spirit mortify, if you through the spirit do mortify the deeds of the body, you shall what? 
you shall live. The word through the spirit, through the spirit. This, this thing we call spirit has, he has given birth to many things. Many, 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 many things. Many things. The, actually, the Holy Ghost, he, he actually operates according to the will of that program. It's like, a, it's like a shared program that God has. It's just within them. It's the, it's the, the shared program. Glory to God. Yeah. And then that program, it can, it can give birth to sub-programs that, that serves, that whose goal is to serve its purpose. Now it's very clear to you that that it should be clear that the the lamps the lamps of the spirit of the Lord are offspring are children of the lamps of the seven spirits. Right? It, they are, it's like it's, it's right the spirit of God, the spirit of God. Say spirit of God. The spirit of God is the one who produces the spirit of the Lord. The, the spirit of the Lord is a servant of the spirit of God. There is one spirit or program giving birth to a sub-program that can serve its purposes. Praise Jesus. We see the revelation of that, we saw it in Zechariah, where we saw where the oil was flowing from. Glory to Jesus. Hallelujah. That golden oil, right, which was burning in the lamp. That lamp was a lamp of the sanctuary that was burning in the book of Zechariah. But you were able to trace its golden oil to trees. And you said, who are those trees? These are the anointed ones. These are the two anointed ones that stand by the Lord of the whole earth. Well, these anointed ones are the witnesses that stand, actually, praise God. Hallelujah. So the, the, the oil of the, of the Lord in the sanctuary, is not, it doesn't come from the sanctuary. It actually flows from the most holy place. Right? It flows into those candles. Glory to Jesus. Hallelujah. So the... the the, that thing called spirit, the spirit, is what every, every, um, every person who is being raised by God's spiritual program is being raised to come into alignment with what he calls the spirit. Praise Jesus. Say the spirit. spirit. Or you can call it the spirit of God. Like Romans 8 put it, that as many as are led by what you call the spirit of God. They are what? That they are the sons of God. Praise Jesus. Now, there's a concept of anointing which is that concept of anointing is an ancient concept. It's an ancient concept. 
is an old concept. Right? It's a concept we have taken, we've borrowed it even in the natural world, life, at different levels, at different degrees. Praise God. But the concept of anointing is an ancient, it's an old concept. Or you can call it the giving, the concept of the giving of spirit. Praise God. Hallelujah. The concept of what? The, the giving of spirit is, an, is a very old concept. The first time we saw that was in the book of Genesis, when the first man emerged. Right? He, when that he breathed from his nostrils the breath of life, right? And then what? That man then became what? A living soul. So another word for living, anything that is living is carrier of breath. Right, that's the, the meaning of living, like the living creatures. Right, those living creatures who are able to do what the spirit wills to do. They are able to do it because of the, the, the breath that is in them. It's an operation, it's a program. That word, the breath is, breath, praise God. Breath is, breath is, the spiritual, praise Jesus, Hallelujah. glory to God. Hallelujah. Breath is the, is the spiritual sponsor of life. Right, breath means it's the, say breath. Breath is the um, praise God. It's the spiritual word. Breath is the the um, praise Jesus. Breath is the facilitator of life. Breath, breath is the, is the carrier of the presence of life. Praise God. Are you getting me? Is the word? Of life. Or is it, breath is also the, is the bearer, is the, and it's also the sign too of life. It is the, Breath is the, is the bearer of life. Life is breath, is in, uh, breath is life infused. Do you agree with me? It's the essentiality of life is within breath. Glory to God. Say breath. When you see a man, a whole person like this, the Bible summarizes that man whose breath is in his nostrils or whose life is in his nostrils. That the life is within. So you might say, ah, but isn't it the blood? No. Blood carries life, but in a secondary way. Do you understand? Blood carries what? Life. In a secondary way. The rawest vehicle of life is breath, not blood. 
It is breath that gives blood life. Once you take the breath away, have pints and pints of blood, death can occur. When, when breath stops, blood will still be flowing to the brain. The brain will be start giving alarm. This breath is use, This blood is useless. The brain will start. That's why when you close your nostrils and refuse to breathe, what happens? With all the blood in you, it can't save you. Do you understand what I mean? Because, right, the, the way the body works, I'm just, just simple anatomy, the way the body works, your, your lungs must receive breath. That breath has to be infused into your blood. Then your heart will pump the blood around the body. So where, where the blood actually gets its life from, it has to extract life from, breath, from the breath. The, the physical body shows that to you. Praise God. So that's why when God raised man and everything, he, he now breathed into him the, what, the, breath of, the breath of life, and man then became what? Man became, man became a living soul now. That's, so you see then that the, I want to show you something about anointing, okay? Just to teach you a little bit about anointing. Anointing is when they, when they raised the tabernacle, you saw, that was maybe the, the first time it became clear, the, the principles or ordinances about how to anoint. Because the Lord then, now through the, the skill and the, the craft of the apothecary, he was able to devise means for oil to be a carrier of spirit and then for oil to be used for the purpose of anointing. Do you see that? Oil to be used what? For the purpose of what? Purpose of anointing. Why they use oil for anointing is because you, that what, um, praise God. Or well, let me go back. Before the concept of anointing with oil came, they there, there was already a process, you know, that was one order. When God finished that Genesis initial season where the Adams were, when it ended, a lot of things changed. God had to look for a man called Abraham from chapter 12 of Genesis, and he followed Abraham. One of the main purpose of Abraham is to raise a, a people to whom he can commit another order, which would be a type of some things to come, which include the type of priesthood and all of those things. Praise God. Hallelujah. But before, when you move back to that Genesis, there's so much you learn about Genesis. Because Genesis is beginning season. Genesis is what? In Genesis, 
There was also the, the concept of anointing. But you will not see it with oil. It wasn't an anointing by oil. An anointing just means to, to give giving of spirit. Right, giving of what? It's giving of spirit. But it is not anointing is giving is the giving of spirit. Or when you say anointing with oil, oil has a particular kind of of function that is that oil, the anointing of oil is developmental. So that anointed my head with oil, my cup run it over, is to increase the cup, is to cause the cup to run over. Wow. The anointing of oil, like when, they, when Jesus came in Hebrews chapter one and they, then they made him to sit down on the throne, when they, they anointed him with the oil of gladness. Right, that, was, that oil was it's an allocation of gladness which was given to him. Praise God. Are you getting what I'm trying to say? Now, the, the anointing of oil, anointing of oil is, for, is mainly for development. It's, for, it's, to, to, it's, to, it's a pouring. It's a pouring of, of oil. It's to help to raise. It's to, to raise him. As anointed him with the oil of gladness above thy fellows. It's to, to bring him up. There was something that this oil, an imputation of this oil upon him. To push him. There was an, an anointing pushed him above his fellows. Glory to God. But there is... There is a, so I don't know if I can use the word anointing. Maybe I won't use the word anointing, or maybe I can use it, I don't know. But I'm talking about not the, not the giving of oil, because the purpose of oil is for the transfer of spirit. It's for the giving of spirit to do a work, to equip, to raise. But there is a dimension which is not the giving for development. It is the, it is the, it is the sharing of spirit. Sharing of spirit. Say sharing. Sharing, sharing of spirit as expression of life. That, that one is not about anointing. That one is a different thing. That one is in the, is done by no streets. It's by breath. It's by the, sh it's the sharing of breath. Glory to God. God's, the way God is anointed, God is anointed, but God's, an, the, God, the anointing of God is not maybe an oil on him. It is, it is, the, it is his breath. It is, it's called the inspiration of the almighty. It's the, right, the, uh, what do you call it? The breath of the Almighty or the inspiration of the Almighty. So there is a spirit in man and the, 
breath of the Almighty giveth him what? Giveth him understanding. The Spirit of God hath made me, and, had, and the breath of the Almighty hath given me life. That's Job 33. The Spirit of God hath made me, and then the breath of the Almighty hath done what? Given me life. But then 32 says, but there is a spirit in man, and the what? The inspiration of the Almighty does what? Giveth them understanding. One, that inspiration, which is actually breath, when you check the Hebrew, or I think there's another translation, maybe New King James or something, says the breath of the Almighty. Glory to God. Hallelujah. So, the, the, one of, when one of the, the reasons for oil is to raise the, you up to a point where you share breath, Right, where you share what? Breath. Like God, I'm so sorry my teaching is abstract today. Please forgive me. If anybody's listening to me, I have no other message. There's nothing. If you say I shouldn't say this thing, I will just close the Bible and there's no other message. So this is just the message. Please don't be offended. Praise God. Glory to God. Praise Jesus. The, when I say the breath, there is the show, that what God actually meant, intended for, right? When in the, 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 the season of sharing of breath begins is the, is the, is the way of, of the beginning. You won't see oil in Genesis, rather you see presence. It's, say presence. presence. So you said that presence, the way, the way oil can produce joy and gladness. You see oil of joy, Isaiah, oil of gladness, Isaiah. You will now see presence also produces joy. In the presence of God, there's fullness of joy. And at his right hand, word pleasures forevermore. So, so in, in, if presence gives joy, it means that inside presence, there is spirit. Right? So what we call spirit is the ambience, is the atmosphere. Spirit is the atmosphere of the presence of God. That was what King could not take anymore. He couldn't take it. He couldn't. When he and Cain, Cain departed from the presence of God, he was Cain was rejecting the breath. Why? Because breath defines life. There's a when you, breath that breath when you are when you take in the in that breath, it's it begin to create a demand. Yeah. You begin to hear the, it's a, it's, it's a demand of motion. Without the spirit was to go, where it wants to go, it is in. So it's very clear, those living creatures are creatures of the presence of God. Amen. Amen. They are creatures of what? The they are the creatures of the presence of God. As long as they are in that vicinity, Right, sharing the same, uh-huh, 
Glory to God. When they say, for example, like Lucifer, that one, the anointed cherub that cover it, those, the anointing on cherubims is more than just oil. Right? It's, it's an anointing of presence. Right? They have, they, how they get their spirit is by presence, is by their position in the presence. That's how they was, they, their own, that's where they are, the sponsoring of their life. If they move out of that place, they die. Right, movement, that's how Satan killed himself. He, he moved out of it, he left his estate. You understand what I mean? That one, you can't carry it and run. You understand, you can't. Praise God, you know oil is different. Oil. Some guys can get oil and what happened? <laughs> <laughs> Praise God. You won't see, they will take the oil and go and do another program or something. But this, there, there's, some, there's, a, there's a kind of integrity about the presence. If you go outside the presence and try to manufacture the life of the presence, you can't. You become dead concerning that life. Right? It's because. The, the, the breath which they, the creatures breathe is from the nostrils of God. Right. Praticamente, Bread is a sponsor of life. My bread sponsors life in cadres. 
My breath sponsors life. My breath sponsors life. For I breath and I made a living soul. And I even breath and I made a quickening spirit. I have bread, bread, bread. I bring bread. The bread is the sustain of the fellowship of the Father and the Son. It is the bread. For they have one bread and that is my bread. It is the breath of life. My bread. I bring you bread. I bring you bread that you may even have fellowship with us. I bring you your bread for the standing the standing the standing of our life is in um, is in the prohost evrantaliga a livrete lebostoprata legenashda levreso priateniana mashte gelenata bread 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 hold my thick my bread open up and receive my bread and bring my bread that you may come up that you may come up that you may come up to this fellowship it is by the opening of my bread that you would come into the fellowship of the Father and the Son. Glory to Jesus. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. Glory to God. Praise God. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. So, today I'm not teaching maybe precepts and all that. I'm just, just maybe I'm just describing something. You can call it, you can say I'm describing a vision. But it's a scriptural vision that I'm seeing. Do you understand? But it's for impartation of some sort. So listen with that kind of with that kind of a mind. Praise God. Now the thank you, Jesus. Praise God. Now you see this say oil. So the oil that we see in When they brought the tabernacle and all of that, they introduced the concept of, of oil being used to produce light. Right? But when oil is being used to create burning, it's that picture of the oil it actually hides something. It hides the real, the actual operation of, it is it's actually it's elusive. Because when you see a light, you see burning, you see oil, you know, see why, why is the light burning? Because it's getting foil. What's the foil? The oil. But it's actually not true. It's true in a way, but it's not completely true. That whenever a light is burning oil, it's not just oil it's burning. Yeah. It's burning oxygen. Yes. 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 Do you get that, that real, real fuel? Where, what, what really sustains fire yes. is breath. Yeah. <laughs> not oil. Oil just helps, you get what I'm saying? If, no matter the amount of oil you have, take all the oxygen from the room, nothing will happen. You will light and light and light, it's not going to burn because what fire burns, the fuel of fire is breath. 
So, so it's breath that actually turns into fire. Do you, do you see that? So in, in the presence of God, the, the nature of the life and the lights that born in his presence are, they actually, they born because of the, the, the atmosphere of his breath. Right, those fire, the fire of God's presence, they are, they are life fires. Right, and when you see the fire burning, when you see like those seven spirits of God, when you see it burning, it's actually life. It is, is the, it's actually the, it is the breath that is, that is actually driving the, but if you increase the, the breath, it can get bigger. If you reduce it, it can get smaller. Right when you see a flame is like a, is the flame is driven also by the wind. It the flame fountains from the breath, and the breath also drives the flame. Everything about the flame is in response to the to the breath. In the presence, are you getting what I'm trying to say? Glory to God. If you go to Ezekiel chapter one, that's where the, you know, in that Ezekiel, thank God for the division. You know, he saw this as a division. When he saw the living creatures, you know, he saw their, what he, he called it their, you know, we stopped in verse 12. Verse 13 began to describe their likeness and their appearance. Praise God. It says, and as for the likeness of the living creatures, that their appearance was like burning coals of fire and like the appearance of lamps. It went up and down among the living creatures and the fire was bright and out of the fire went forthward like and the living creatures ran and returned. They, they moved. That was movement with their way. So, you know, they just describe how their movement occur, right? It moves according to the, the will of the spirit, that whither the spirit was to go. And so they moved, and the living creatures ran and returned as the appearance of a word flash of lightning. So it means that the living creatures themselves, when you, are able to, when, you are, when you watch them move, they move as lightning. Right? Now they move as lightning. Why? Because of, but the kind of lightning is out of a fire which was the fire of their appearance. Right, verse 13, for the likeness of the living creatures, the appearance was like burning coals of fire and like the what? Appearance of lambs. And it went up and down 
among the living creatures, and the fire was bright, and out of the fire went forth lightning. So you see these beings here, they go to a place, there's no, there's no actual difference between them and what, is, what you call the Spirit of God. They are the same, which manifests in the book of Revelation, chapter 5, as seven lambs born in before the throne, which are the seven spirits of God. So you saw those lambs, the seven spirits born in as lambs, but you now see creatures whose appearance are also like lambs. So it means that it's very clear that this, when you line up this, the appearance with how they move, which is in alignment with the spirit, this points to one thing, that they, they are one with the spirit. Now, to be one with the Spirit is to be one with the presence of God. To be one with the presence of God is to be one with the Spirit of God. Now, to have the ways of God or to know the ways of God is to be one with His Spirit and with His presence. Glory to Jesus. Hallelujah. Praise God. Hallelujah. Then you now see that, that those flames, they give birth to other flames. <laughs> Thank you, Jesus. Glory to God. Hallelujah. They give birth to other flames. If you come into the sanctuary, you see the, the fire of sanctification. Praise God that now the the fire of sanctification, um, which burns and burns and burns and burns. It burns the light. When you go into the holy place, you see the lamps there burning. What well, those lamps are typify like the pure, just the, the spirit of the Lord. That's the menorah. Right, the seven lamps which are of sanctification in the holy place. But when you now go further beyond the lamps, you will see another demonstration of burning, but this time it's upon the altar. There's difference between burning of the lamps and burnings on the altar. Right, the burnings on the altar is is, is, a, is a sign or a show of the finished product of what the light of the sanctuary should produce. Right, what should it, what's, what's, the, what's the purpose of the sanctuary? Is to produce burning coals who are men, actually. They are products to produce Coals abandoned on the altar of burning. Do you understand what I mean? Is they actually sacrifices that should become offering? Right, that they are sacrifices that should become what offering. What do I mean? When they are when they are when they are their burning is complete, and when their abandonment is complete. Right then there is one of the, the ways you will know a coal is, is ready. Is, is when you, you burn it and burn it and burn it and burn it. And then you see the, the, the attitude of burning. 
get transferred from the flame into the coal itself. Wow. When you raise the coal, the coal says, I don't need fire. I am a fire myself. That's the time, you know, that the coal has taken on the profession of burning. It's not. That, then that kind of a coal is now ready as an offering to move into the most holy. That's one of the, the things that, the things that the, 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 the priest, the high priest, must go into the most holy place with. He has to take coals from that altar. Do you get what I'm saying? It's the moment the, thank you. The purpose of the holy place is to activate fairy ministry, is to produce fires. Do you understand? It's to what? It's to produce fires. It's, it's, the purpose of sanctification is to produce beings who are, who are ablaze with the fire of, their, of sanctification. Do you understand what I mean? They are burning with the fire of their sanctification. That is an offering. That is what the Bible calls in the book of Malachi an offering in righteousness, right? Book of Malachi chapter two. That's what the, the messenger of the covenant is meant to do. Who's the messenger of the covenant? Is, is who, who bears the message of the covenant? Well, that, where, is the, where, where does the covenant reside? The covenant resides in the most holy, but the, but the covenant can send a message. Go, go and bring, go and bring what candidates of agreement. That is one, one of the main purpose of aspect of high priestly ministry. One of the aspect of high priestly ministry is to bring candidates of what? Agreement. What kind of agreement? Agreement. When I say agreement, I'm, at that word, I'm describing everything I've, descri- I've described before about these living creatures. You can storm it into one word, agreement. You see, all this is their behavior. When you watch, look at how they describe that realm, there's no better picture of agreement than this. Everyone is in, a, is in, a, is in agreement. They are, their spirits are in agreement. In agreement with each other, in agreement with the throne, in agreement with him who sits upon the throne. Their, their natures are in agreement with the ambience, with the presence. There's no disagreement there. This is, it's a world of covenant. Are you getting what I'm saying? It's a world of what? Of covenant. There's no, there nothing. When you get to that realm, in the, the, the height of that world, you will now find, they will now say here, there's no variableness here. There's no shadow of, nobody turns here. No one varies. There's no, they don't vary in thought. They don't vary in, in, in interest. They don't, they, nothing is variable there. It's called the realm of what? Of one. One. This, that's them. You know, that, you know, agreement, the word agreement is high. Actually, the Latin called covenant agreement, it came from eternity. You know, how many, how many things came from eternity? 
How many things came from eternity? One. It was just one thing that came from eternity in, and then produced an everlasting dimension where they could now express as three. But if you say three in one is not correct, in, in, are you getting what I'm saying? What you see three in one manifest is on the earth according to witness where they agree in one. Their settlement in heaven is not in one, they are one. According to, um, praise God, the book of First John chapter five, and these three are one, the Father, the Word, and the Spirit. Glory to Jesus. So if you understand what is that, what you call, when you say eternal life, eternal life is the, is the domain of agreement, of oneness, right? They, in eternity, there's no variance. Nothing varies there, do you understand? It's like, it's, it's a place where one thing exists. One thing, do you, do you get what I'm saying? Say one. And that, and that way for one is only. Only through God and eternal life. It's only, it's their, their kind of praise God. That is what came from eternity. But for you to, when you are approaching eternal life, right? So it's very clear that eternal life is, is talking about oneness in life. Not in any life, in a particular kind of life. Glory to Jesus. So you now see that the, the school of most holy, say most holy. This, the, 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 the work of holiness is the removal of variance of, and, of, and of turning, right? Variance and turning. That is, when you say something is most holy, it means that you've dealt with tendencies of disagreement. So, your holiness is your measure of agreement. Is your, is, that's the, the measure of your holiness is the measure of your what? Is also the measure of covenant. Of how much covenant you have what? You have received, you have obtained. Like when you, when you are setting a, that, that coal, Coal on fire, glory to God. It's too. You're removing many things. You're burning out impurities. Your glory to God. That uh, Malachi chapter two. Quickly, what was he saying? <coughs> Praise God. Malachi. Behold, verse one. I will send my messenger. And he shall prepare the way before what? Before me. And the Lord whom you seek shall then suddenly come to his temple, even the messenger of the covenant, whom you delight in. Behold, you shall come, say the Lord of hosts, then verse 2, that but who may abide the day of his coming? 
and who shall stand when he what appeareth, for he is like a refiner's fire. That he himself, the one who is coming, is like a refiner's fire and like fuller's soap. Verse 3, and he shall sit as a refiner and purifier of silver, and he shall purify the what? Sons of Levi, and purge them as gold and silver, that they may do what? Offer then, you see that, for offering unto the Lord, an offering in righteousness. So you see this messenger of the covenant, when he comes to the sanctuary, he shall sit. Can you tell me what is, where is that sitting position? It's, at the, it's the altar. Do you, do you know that? That, that altar, uh, hey. that altar of gold is the, the altar is the Lord. Do you understand? It's the fire that came to the holy place for refining. It's not any other fire. He is the one. It's the altar. He is the altar upon which the coal of your soul should burn. When he sits as a refiner, that he's sitting as an altar, right? He's the fire, as a refiner's fire. He shall sit as a refiner and purify of silver. He shall put, he shall purify the sons of Levi, purge them as gold and silver, that they may offer unto the Lord and what? An, an offering. So, so the, the task of, of, of sanctification is, can you sit on him and stay on him? and fulfill the cause of your burning. Right, so many souls jump off. That's the picture I'm seeing. Coals, imagine coals jumping out of the altar. You know, that's an altar where, they, where you, you are meant to be ignited. It's persons, you know, it's persons that ignite persons. That's why he brought the fire. He's the one who, he's the igniter, right? He is the refiner. He, he shall sit as a refiner. He shall sit as a refiner. What refines is the altar, is the burner. He himself, his person, is the refiner. He is a fire. Is the fire of purification and the fire of sanctification. What's the purpose of that altar? Is to transfer the fire, what is burning in him. Into, it's actually a teaching. When you see, once the conversation between the altar and the coal, he's teaching the coal, say, hey, calm down, calm down. I know you feel like you're about to die, but wait, don't worry. It's okay. That dying, you, you will die, but that dying is all right. Do you, do you get what I'm saying? That's how he speaks. Jesus here is, this is another kind of fellow entirely. He's not... This is not the one that I encourage you to get born again. This is not that, this is under, he's a fire, you understand? He's, he's a fire. He sits 
anybody who's not ready for this kind of thing, forget it. It's not by force. Do you get? The, the, when, when, you know what, we've been teaching about this thing, this inheritance, all of this, this the more we've been teaching is spirit. Showing you the difference between the realm of knowledge and the world, world of spirit. The moment you begin to knock the door of spirit, you begin to feel heat. It's, it's not, you know, knowledge, you can be under AC and be here, what? <laughs> here in Revelation. That's Revelation season can feel like AC season, right? Sweet. Praise God. Can even be like entertainment. And it's okay, God can permit that kind of thing. Do you understand me? You can see that for that holy place, for a long part of the journey, sweet, light and bread. What else do you need? That's, are you getting me? As long as you are okay with eating bread, they will heap knowledge upon knowledge. You sweet, you know, as long as it tastes, you know that sweetness is a different sweetness. It's different from the sweetness of the world outside. It's bread life, you understand? It's not chicken, and it's bread, say bread life. Mm-hmm. But as long as your soul has become okay with bread life, and I believe God has helped most everybody here because you can't be sitting down here and coming to a meeting for week in, week out without you being okay with bread life. Say bread life. And thank God for bread life, but that's not all the sanctuary is about. Glory to Jesus. When you've eaten bread and eaten bread, they now say, you see that light that has been shining on this bread for you to eat? There's a burning aspect of it. That's when they want to now push you into the world of spirit. Into the, they, they want to open the door of, of change, of transformation. You see, I love the word they say, he shall sit. He's not roaming up and down. Before you meet him, you can take some time of where he's couched, where he's seated. He's, he's seated there. Those who, only those who will encounter him are those who have agreed with burning. Do you know it's not everybody who arrives at the holy place who will begin to who will interact with the high priest? Because that ministry of sanctification is vast. It's actually, there are many things involved. The investment of knowledge alone. <laughs> the investment of what the, the amount of things you need to know. You know that season of eating that bread, that shoe bread, is a long season. You eat, you will eat and eat and eat and eat is to prepare your heart. You say, who shall abide? Verse, mm-hmm. thank you. But who may abide the day of his coming? Who shall stand when he appeared? For he is like a, refi- a refiner's fire. He. He's not saying that he will bring the fire. He said he is like a refiner's fire. And like what? So you see the word, who shall stand when he, when he appeared? So it means that where you encounter him is in the place of appearance. You know that holy place has the place of appearance. It's, where those who from within appear. Mm-hmm. 
You know that was where Zechariah was by the altar when beside him Gabriel appeared. That's the spot of appearance in that region. Glory to Jesus. Hallelujah. When you get to that region, they, 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 wrap, they begin to, they say they, they want to wrap up the conversation of years and bring it into days. Right? They call it the day of his coming. Right? They want to bring it into, that's the, that, that, the, the acceptable year of the Lord. It's the finishing of the year of, accept, of acceptability. So the people who this Lord will accept are not people with knowledge. They are people with fire. I want to ask you, do you have fire? Or do you just have knowledge? Right? Have, they, have you gone through the fire of the knowledge which you have? This is now showing you another thing that, that is not everybody who's, in, who's dealing in the holy place who's. No, if no holy place is the place of fire, it doesn't mean that some guys can be around there, but they have not. <laughs> One tiny fire they've never tasted. They've just been enjoying the revelations of the place. They've, been, they've encountered the fire of revelation which is not a, an inward burning, which is the, just burning to give light so you can see, so you can eat. It's light for you to use to eat. That one is sweeter because it ends with food. Food is sweet and it's not bad. God designed the food to be sweet. God's knowledge is sweet, it's not bitter. Once you've come through the weaning of the courts, you are you have agreement with the terms of the dominion. You will now develop taste for bread. Right? And then you become a bread man. But after a while, they will now want to do what? <laughs> Glory to Jesus. I'm, I'm, I'm teaching in a metaphorical world today. Is to impart impressions within your heart of things which you already know. Is to open doors in your soul for, for you to begin to, to, you can convert the map of knowledge and raise it up, make it into a vision of a land where you can begin to see your feet walking in. It will take away the feeling of strangeness when the spirit begins to talk to you. It's because in your heart, there's an inward preparation. Glory to Jesus. You know, do you know you can, you can the, 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 the thought of being sacrificed and being set on fire can become a romantic thought to your soul. It can, you could, it's called a death wish. You could have a, a, a spiritual wish to die. To, 
to, are you understanding what I'm trying to say to you? It's possible. Don't let, <laughs> God is, that's the things that makes Satan afraid of God. Yes. These are the things he doesn't understand. God knows who has what it takes to make a person love death. Yes. He, he can't understand it. You know, he, he did every, like, like, imagine him speaking. You don't know how many spirits were speaking to Jesus. I believe he wasn't, he was devil himself at the Garden of Gethsemane just before he was about to go to the cross. They, Satan couldn't understand. He must have been painting all the visions of how he would die to him. How, how he would, and then Jesus kept praying. Everyone did true. You swallow it and be, keep praying. And keep praying. Keep praying. Keep praying. You know, you know what, what made Satan fall? was he got tired with death life. What I mean death life, I mean yeah. with that kind of, you know that kind of thing. He, he got tired of being constantly burning. He wanted some space from burning. That was his problem. Then he, when he, he shifted from that place, his fire went cold. Do you understand what I mean? And then he forgot all, he forgot every memory of, of beings like that. It just left him, the, the, the nature of, of being set ablaze with God's life. So that's why he's very convinced that he can stop with the, what God wants to harvest from the earth. Because he does like, you know everything he was saying about Job, he sincerely believes it. Like you say, will a man serve you for naught? Can anybody serve you for nothing? Is it, it's not possible. He was actually convinced to God that it's not possible. That there's a secret gain somewhere. He will love gain at some point. He said, ashes to ashes, dust to dust. A man will give anything to save his life. That was what the argument of Satan that this Job guy, forget about it, man, is a guy. A man will do anything to do what? Amen. But, but God is, a, God, is a, God has, the, he has that ability to make a soul joyous in death. To make death sweet. Not having like those man-child company, you know, he wanted to devour them. He was very convinced, I've got you, I've cornered you. He couldn't believe. The bullet he now brought out to defeat him was something beyond his, his comprehension. They overcame him by the blood of the lamb and by the word of their testimony. They, they loved not their life unto the death, until their life. They left their life. They abandoned their own lives. Why? To live his life to take on his life. Because of his life, they left their own. Satan couldn't believe that. Can men do this? Can a man live his life just for God's own life? Satan believed that everything about man should be about his life. That man should not be able to spare a thought that's not about his own life. Are you getting what I'm trying to say? Glory to God.
Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Praise God. Let's eat very quickly. The Lord will grant you speed in Jesus' name. Katalia Badosh, the Pali Venata. Pretevinasa papalita galante valtio patalia manata venaste liprostaganta alepro hotiva lata ayanto bring you everanta hami of bring you everanto must gun to bring you everanto me to bring you everanto bring you I want to bring you I want to bring you this realm I want to bring you I want to bring you to this realm to this realm even where you will count it all joy where you will count it all all joy even when your life is passing for that life is the strength of the enemy in you that life is the hold of the enemy in you that is why it would always come and it will find things in you but when it comes to me it finds nothing in me because I find it joyful in the place of coal I find it in a place of coal I have dwelt there I even dwell there and I am coming there for to bring you up that when the enemy comes when you stay there and abide it would find nothing in you for you would begin to find joy in the place of coal find joy in the place of carrying fires of coal fires of coal that you would burn in your bosom in your bosom you would be burning for me I would instill even that which is burning in me in you and that is how the devil would find nothing of his in you. It is by laying down that life. It is by laying down that life. For that is a stronghold. That is a stronghold. But I have come to tell you, trust in me with all your heart. And lean not unto your own understanding. Because even that understanding is the fuel of the life of the enemy. It is the place he has camped and he has dwelt. Which he has no clue about for he has lost his burning that is why he would eternally burn in the in the in the lake in the lake it is a realm where he would burn eternally that is his reward for for losing his fire that is his reward for losing his fire i bring you i bring you come come i want to show you how he would come to you and he would not see you because you would have left his realm you would have been heaved up from that realm i have laid down that life and choose my life praise God hallelujah glory to God thank you Jesus um, praise God father we thank you um, so so you can see that um, the reason for the purpose of um, the purpose of oil, right, is to 
is to raise the stature, right? There's oil is interesting. Oil can, oil burns, right? Can burn, oil can burn breath in the atmosphere. That's what happens in the sanctuary. The, the breath of the place, which is in that environment, the light can use that and convert it into knowledge. All right. There is that light. So the light of the menorah, uh, light of the seven spirits, but there are, se- there are seven spirits that produces knowledge. The end of it, knowledge and the fear of the law. But after that fear of the Lord has happened, it should now make him of a quick understanding. Him. Him, making him. So when I talk about talking about making him of a quick understanding, that word is living understanding. Living understanding is different from wisdom and the spirit of wisdom and revelation, which is do you understand? When you are in the season of knowledge, the reason why you can be under knowledge, I mean spiritual knowledge, or what you call precepts, the reason why you can be under precepts is because there is an inspiration. A breath has been given, right? And then there is oil present for to turn, extract that breath and turn it into light that can cause seeing. Praise God. But that is different from the, it's different from, when you say say coal, coal Coal has a certain nature. When you check coal, coal is not like just hard stone. Coal is different. Coal, when you see a coal ablaze, it's not burning atmospheric air, oxygen. The, what it's burning is the air that has what? Traveled through the what? The pores of the, what is it, pores or what? In between, is an, there is within. It means that it is, there's a, it's cold breathe. You don't know, do you know that? Coals breathe. If you put a a burning coal, it begins to suck in the the air from the atmosphere into to burn it on the inside. When when the coal, when you see a red hot coal, it's breathing. It's breathing. It's breathing. That is that is that altar dimension. So the, so the breath that is being used by the coal is not just atmospheric breath, it is an inhaled breath. Yes. So that inhaled breath is the breath of, aha, uh, it is the, of stature. It is like, glory to God, it's not, it's not, the, it's not talking about knowledge. 
is speaking about stature. Praise Jesus. It is the spirit of is the spirit of inward judgment. Do you get? Spirit of inward judgment. The inward judgment is is an inwardly burning spirit. It's a um, there's a place where the Bible references spirit of burning. Um, it's just it's inside my. Uh, um, thank you. Thank you, Father. Spirit of judgment, you see it, Isaiah 4. When the Lord have washed away the filth of the daughters of Zion and shall have purged the blood of Jerusalem from the midst thereof by the spirit of judgment and by the word spirit of burning. The spirit of judgment. And by the word. What does verse 5 say? Let's see. The Lord will create upon every dwelling place of Mount Zion and upon her assemblies a cloud of smoke by day and the shining of a flaming fire by night. For upon all the glory shall be what? A defense. Glory to God. The spirit of Judgment. Now, you know, judgment, the spirit of judgment comes after knowledge. It is the judgment is what knowledge actually, that thing called knowledge and the fear of the Lord, shall make him of a quick understanding in the sight, on the fear of the Lord, sorry, for he will not judge after the sight of his hand. So you see, that, I mean, all those things will produce that judgment. Glory to God. So the spirit of judgment and by the word spirit of burning. Say spirit of burning. The spirit of burning is the spirit of of an inward anointing. It's an anointing of the vessel. Praise God. When we go back to the virgins, Matthew chapter 25. These kind of people, they deal with Satan. They are sharp in a kind of way. It's not revelation alone. It's not, they are sharp in one way. They extinguish sin, right? They rusticate sin. This kind of nature, right? This kind of nature is an inwardly burning nature. It's not we know about the Bible, we know precept. It is a 
they have a fire in them. Is a, a fire to do all his will. All his will is a burning. I've found David, man after my heart. It's that thing, that desire to do all is really comes from the depth on the inside. It's an inward anointing. It's an anointing of the vessel. Right? It's not, it doesn't sit externally. It is something burning on the inside of the soul for the will of God. Like those living creatures are ablaze. Those guys, they care about nothing. There's nothing you can, they, don't even, they won't even hear you. Bring any contrary, anything that has nothing to do with the will. They, they don't even have the capacity to hear anymore. When you see them, you see death. You, when you, you, you know that these guys are dead to me. They are dead to everything. They are keyed in to the will of God. It's, it's like a, it's a, it's a kind of, a, it's a, their heart is keyed in to the will, to do all his will. Praise Jesus. Praise God. Matthew 25, out of time, says, the, Then shall the kingdom of heaven be likened unto ten virgins, which took their lambs, glory to God. So these are, these are virgins with lamps. Every virgin with lamp, the lamp means knowledge. These, are, these ones, they have lamps with them. So they are not, uh, when it comes to, they finish the school. The knowledge of, of their sanctification is not sitting on, their light is not sitting just on a candlestick, right? They, they have, the seven lamps of sanctification have folded into one for them. It has folded into one and they have taken it as their lamp. That is all of them, all the 10 of them have knowledge. They have this lamp of knowledge. It's called their lamp. That lamp is, right? Is is knowledge, and went forth to meet the bridegroom. Verse two, and five on. Please, can you will you take your lamp too? Praise God! I want every one of us to have a decision that you will be like this. You know that say virgin that that virgin state. That virgin virgin. When you see a virgin. A virgin, a virgin is different. A virgin, a virgin, a, a, a virgin in the spirit, a virgin. Praise God. A, say virgin. Virginity is a blessed place, this kind of thing. All of this virgin, what's the, where is their virginity? It's ignorance. They have if something has happened to them, spiritual knowledge has, has made them virgins. They are, they are taught. Do you, know, do you know what spirit, learning spiritual things is doing to you? 
is bringing virginity to your soul. This kind of, it's all of them, not for all 10 of them. There is a way, they, there are some things they can never think. They have pathways of thinking. All of them are scripture products. These are beans with lamps. That is their own. They've taken, it's their, the knowledge of sanctification is theirs. Do you understand that? It's theirs. They have the they have all they have the equipment for for judgment. Right? These ones, they are, when it comes to priestly life, they have the knowledge of priesthood. They have it. <coughs> Praise God. This is a place that all of us need to rush into. No, that's why you don't downplay knowledge. I hope you don't, hope one evil spirit is not speaking to you and saying, <laughs> as you know, this stream of messages, for you to interpret it as downplaying knowledge. Yes, sir. All this revelation, no, it's not the rich stature now. It's not, no, you don't. Where, will you, where is the stature? Where will you find it? <laughs> all right, it's not. If, more, if one thing that this is should be doing more for you is to make you begin to hasty. Ah. Yes, what are the things I don't know? What things did I miss? What things am I still ignorant concerning? Are there things that I don't understand? Are there knowledge that I dropped that I don't have? This is time for you to quickly go back and begin to brush up your things and make sure, you see, your knowledge of, of Christ, it should be sound. How do you know it's sound? It's sound. You should be able to see Christ from all angles. Right, all the all the, the sites, the doors that have been that has come to us concerning that nature of Christ and God, the knowledge you should be seeing them scriptures. Praise God. Otherwise, you won't, your your soul will not be virgin enough. Right, you won't be you won't take your virginity. You reclaim your virginity by spiritual learning, learning spiritual things. You, you are disvirgin by the world. Right, the world abused your mind. You suffered abuse in the hand of the world to, to shift our virginity. Only the scripture can give you a virgin mind. If you don't have scripture, your mind will be impure. You know, that's what they call impurity of the mind. That is like you, you always think wrongly. You can't, you can't think scripturally. You're in a situation, you can't judge it scripturally. Right. When a virgin mind is appraising something or judging something, it's different from when a mind that has been, that has been defiled is, is judging. When a mind that's defiled is judging, you'll be seeing all kinds of things. You will see self-interest, family interest, 
future interest, all kinds of interest. God's interest will be lacking in the judgment. You know what I mean? They will, when they sum up the matter, you will see everybody, they will balance everything. Only God is suffering. Why? Because the, the fetching, the wisdom of that judgment is worldly. Right? You get what I'm saying? That's one place none of us should be. None of us should be in that kind of place. If you're having challenges, you should be in the realm of Kai. You are seeing it, but you are finding how to, how to live it. It shouldn't be that you are disagreeing, that they're arguing with you. That, you understand that? That you are. Praise <laughs> God. We are still fighting with, no, some souls can still be fighting with these, some things. Why is this one like this? Why is this? It means that your mind is not virgin yet. When you have, you know, talkbacks, you know there's something called talkback. <laughs> scripture, you can talk back to scripture. You divide this one, I'll take this one, that, uh, that one, uh, this way. I don't understand now. That's, you're not a virgin. You know what I'm saying? You need to run into virginity. Let your, your spiritual mind, the mind of your soul, be virgin, like only the scripture. The scripture has the, it has a cleansing region. It's the, there's a hyssop that springs from the wall. It's for healing. You understand what I'm saying? Praise God. Now, but, so you see all these virgins, they had that, um, but five of them had a challenge. This, the wisdom and foolishness here is not the kind that Spirit of wisdom solves. It's another kind of wisdom. It's, this wisdom is the, is the a preparation. It's the principal thing for their future, where they are going to. They, need to, they should have measure of the principal thing. It's, dif, it's, called, it's a different kind of wisdom, right, from just wisdom of their sanctification. Is the wisdom which their sanctification prepares them for. Praise God. That if they receive all the program of the spirit, which is beyond just the burning lamp, which, is, which includes what? The, the fire of what? So what we are looking for here was another kind of a fire. Do you get what I'm saying? And five of them were wise and five were foolish. Verse three, quickly, because of time. And they that were foolish took their lambs, but took no oil with them. Now, if they have their lambs, and we know, if you read on, you realize that these lambs were burning. So if the lambs were burning, there was oil in the lamp. So when it says they took no oil, it doesn't mean they are not without oil at all. They have Oil of lamp, but no oil with them. Do you see that, sir? Oil is with the lamp, of course, if it's burning, but no oil. They took no oil with them. They took no oil with them. They were in the, in the, in the land of oil. They fetch oil for their lamps, but they took no word oil with them. Verse four, praise God, but the wise took oil in their vessel. 
with their lives. Praise God. They took oil in their vessels with what? Their lambs. Verse 5. While the bridegroom tarried, they all slumbered and slept. Verse 6. And at midnight there was a cry made, Behold, the bridegroom cometh. Go ye out to meet him. Okay. And all those virgins arose and trimmed their lambs. Their lambs were burning. They trimmed it, and the foolish one said unto the wise, Give us of your oil, for our lambs are gone out. So their lambs were awake before. They had oil in their lambs, but they had no oil with them. Then the foolish said, Give us of your oil. Now, this foolish, the wise ones, so this giving of oil is not, when they, ref, okay, let's quickly, because of verse 9, no time at all, but the wise answer say, not so, lest there be not enough for us and you, but ye go rather to them that sell and buy for yourselves. Praise God. So this oil, you can't borrow it you must buy forward yourselves. Do you understand? You must do what? You must buy for yourselves. You must buy for yourselves. You must buy for yourselves. Buy for yourselves. So this purchase, what is the buying here? The process of buying, the purchase is the acquisition of stature. When you are developing spiritual stature, you are buying oil. I described it at the beginning. I said it. What did I say at the beginning? What did I say? Oil is for what? Development, and then what? Praise God. So, he said you should buy for yourselves. Where do you buy from? Them that sell. What do they sell? Development. There are those who sell development. Those who sell development are sellers of oil. Praise God. Now, why, why, is, why did God store development in oil or as oil? It's because oil, only oil facilitates, it takes oil to, to develop the facility for breathing. It takes oil to do what? Develop the for, and now what for breathing? It's fellowship. 
Fellowship. We might have fellowship one with another. Fellowship. Fellowship. If you are not breathing the same air, you are not fellowshipping. Fellowship. Fellowship is the realm of breath. But there is what you call development for fellowship. It's, an, it's a spiritual development. It is governed by the, the oil. It's called the, it's the development of the vessel. Aha. You see that burning coal I described? That's his fellowship. He's in fellowship with the altar. Getting ready to a higher world of fellowship. Getting ready to cross the veil into another realm of fellowship. Praise God. In summary, who are, who are they that sell oil? Oil is sold by what you call the law and the prophet. Law and the prophet is not scriptures. There is the law in scripture. There is the prophet in scripture. Law and prophet only come together in persons. Amen. There's no time. When it's not law, then prophet. It's not. It's one of the hardest things is to see how does the law marry the prophet? What is the marriage? Is to is to see the you know law is just law is almost not usable. Even the guy who they gave it to is not useful to them. The day you know that they are is useless, is go go on the day of atonement. In the Jews, you see them when you see them wailing for all their sins. You know that guy, this is your Lord. It's not it's not to help you guys. Do you understand what I'm saying? What? But when the law and the prophet come together, which is what was was raised in Jesus, that thing called law and prophets is beyond just is an oily, is a ghostly construction. That's what they call witness. Witness is personal. Witness is a, is a work of the spirit. It's the spirit that bears, it bears witness. The spirit bears witness. Inside the person, it goes to be bearing the witness. Do you understand what I mean? Praise Jesus. That, that, this world of purchasing of oil, say buy oil. That's what they want to open. It's called the realm of spirit. Dealings of spirit, stature, nature. It's a transaction. You buy oil for the first oil you will buy is oil of grace, like we saw in Zechariah. That's why you've accumulated oils of grace. It now put you into a realm where they now begin to tell you, buy the truth and sell it not. You begin to make purchase of in the raw in the realm of truth. Wall of transaction. This is a business. This is a, this is a business we need to settle into. Stature is a glorious business. While other people are busy chasing their money and their gold, we'll be chasing this one. Amen. Glory to Jesus. Thank you, Father. We give you glory. We bless you. Bless you. Bless you. Bless you. Bless you. We bless you. 
Repahanos, Ecliela Mahurka Moski, Friendio, Radias Deki, Merecon, Merecon, Marahafron, Efranahafron, Evranahafron, Efranahafron, Evranahafron, Efranahafron, Ayala Franahafron, Ayala Franahafron, Afrana Yala Hafron, Afrana Hafrahes, Evranahas de Fahana, Evaha, Evaha. Avaha, mercy ha, merecia, oh mercy, Marandia, Ephraim, Elamahan, 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 Olemahan, Olemahan, Elamahan, Elamahan, Oriamahan, Ramandia, Elamahan, Oramash Divahan, Avara Nevahan, Avara Nevahan, Avara Han. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Father. Amen. Our Father, we bless your name tonight. We give you glory. Take all the glory, 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 glorify, glorify yourself in, in these things. May you be seen. Amen. Spirit of God, the Lord said you will glorify him Amen. as you're taking of his and revealing them, which is what you're doing tonight, which is just describing things in him, revealing them to us. He is a, is a process, an activity of his magnification and his glorification. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Continue to glorify him. Amen. Continue to magnify him Amen. in our heart. May the magnification and the glorification of the Lord not cease Amen. as we move out of this place. Let it multiply. May this vision become brighter, Amen. clearer, more powerful, more anointed, more weighty upon our hearts. Thank you, our God. We give you all the praise. Bless your holy name. In Jesus' name we pray. You dwells between the cherubim, shine for you dwells between the cherubim.